0: A lot of people in this room know much more about than I do, so bear with me. In closing this framework, we're drawing on and are indebted to uh, black feminism, both in its theory and its practice. Um, Intersectionality originated with radical black and women of color feminist movements of the 1960s and 70s, with concepts like Frances Beale's Double Jeopardy, and followed by the Third World Women's Alliance concept of Triple Jeopardy, as well as the black feminist statement, of the Combahee River Collective. Uh, black feminist lawyer, Kimberly Crenshaw, built on this work in her groundbreaking essay, "Mapping the Margins, Intersectionality, Identity Politics, and Violence Against Women of Color. She explained that many of the experiences that black women face are not subsumed within the traditional boundaries of race or gender discrimination as these boundaries are currently understood. And that the intersection of racism and sexism factors into black women's lives in ways that cannot be captured wholly by looking at the race or gender dimensions of those experiences separately. Feminists of color since Crenshaw have mobilized intersectionality to explore modes of oppression in terms of race, gender, class, age, and ability to uncover the multiple intersectionalities of contemporary (laughs) power. And as Professor Davis has reminded us in her most recent work, behind this concept of intersectionality is a rich history of struggle. This genealogy takes seriously what um, Professor Davis has called the epistemological production of those whose primary work is organizing radical movements. So it's in this spirit of the intersectionality of struggles that we think together today about the anniversary of the Six-Day War of 1967 and the ongoing struggle for Palestinian freedom. This last June 2017 marked 50 years of the Israeli occupation of the Palestinian territories including the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, and East Jerusalem. This anniversary has rendered clear what activists and scholars have long noted. The highly repressive Israeli military occupation is by no means temporary. It is a defining structure of the Israeli and Palestinian political landscape. In the United States and Europe, the growth of the BDS movement has energized activists and scholarly critique of Israeli state violence. And yet, despite the global growth of popular solidarity with the Palestinian condition, The actually existing realities of Palestinians only worsen, even as as Israeli-Jewish society grows more racist and militarized. We are interested in the new kinds of critical thinking and interventions that this anniversary demands. And in this panel, we aim to build on the current moment of popular global solidarity with the Palestinian condition by thinking Palestine intersectionally. Drawing on histories and experiences. <clears throat> Is something falling apart? Or, okay. The that, that firefighters. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. We're <laughs> talking about that. Okay. Where was it? <laughs> Racist and militarized. Okay. So we are Intersectionally, we want to draw on histories and experiences of feminism, anti-colonialism, anti-racist struggles that are global, so that we can think about this um, moment of political darkness. And here, I really want to also note the deepening and broadening of broadening of Arab authoritarianism and its continuingly rich marriage to the Israeli state. And I do want to particularly recognize. Um, our comrade and sister Museti, who has just gone back into the revolving door of cc's um, jails in egypt <laughs> so the questions we were inspired by today was how do global histories of struggle inform our understandings of palestine as well as our strategies for moving towards radical change in Palestine-Israel? How might intersectional thinking productively recalibrate prevailing academic and activist paradigms for anti-colonial work in Palestine-Israel? And what kinds of academic criticism and activism does this particular anniversary of the Israeli occupation both demand and render newly thinkable? So bear with me, because I have the uh, really humbling task of introducing all these wonderful people. Um, So I I wanted to just sort of mention some of the contributions of our panelists that have made this um, thinking possible. Uh, Hello. Um, (laughs) um, We're drawing on Professor Davis's injunction over four decades that it is important to act as if it were possible to radically transform our world. We draw on the model of Professor Butler, who has taught us to take risks, who has inspired us to think and act in new ways, and who has pushed us to question whose and which lives are grievable. Professor Smith has honed the tools to confront modern law as a realm of coloniality and to reject its claims to confer the status of the human. Professor Arakat has given us innovative ways to both critique and use the law as an instrument of social and political change. And no introduction I can give can do these people justice. Um, And the introductions I am going to do involve mostly their um, scholarship, because if I were to get into their activism, I'd be up here for an hour and a half. And I think that's not what you came here for. So let me just say a brief few words so that we can move on to the heart of our gathering. Um, Our first speaker today is going to be Noura. Um, and Nur Arakat is assistant professor at George Mason University. She's a legal scholar. She's a human rights attorney and an activist. And her research is on humanitarian law, human rights law, refugee law, and national security law. Her forthcoming book, Justice for Some, Law as Politics in the Question of Palestine, will help us think about Palestine and the future anew. And the book will highlight how relations of power have shaped the content and application of international law to both advance and blunt Israeli as well as Palestinian interests. Our second speaker is Judith Butler, Maxine Elliott Professor in the Department of Comparative Literature and the Program of Critical Theory at UC Berkeley. Um, Professor Butler's work, I think, has really changed how we think and inhabit action and speech. Her work on philosophy, cultural theory, queer theory, and philosophical feminism continues unabated in the face of often brutal opposition, and a brief glimpse of her work would include gender trouble, bodies that matter, precarious life, frames of war, toward a performative theory of assembly, and parting ways, Jewishness, and the critique of Zionism. Our third speaker is going to be Samira Smir, who is Associate Professor of Rhetoric at UC Berkeley, a scholar of legal and political thought, Middle Eastern history, and colonial and post-colonial studies. She's taught us how late modern colonialism has introduced liberal juridical logics that really shape the modes of political practice. Her first book, Juridical Humanity, pursues this problem in relation to colonial Egypt, and really looks at how juridical power configured the concept of the human. Her second book is titled is in forthcoming and titled The Struggle That Remains Between the World and the International and really offers us a theoretical and historical account of different pal- Palestinian rebellious struggles as they interacted with shifting concepts of the international and the world. Our fourth speaker will be Angela Davis, professor emeritus at UC Santa Cruz in the history of consciousness, a scholar, an educator, and activist whose radical audacity has been in June Jordan's words, open, relentless, and always on time. Her research on feminism, African-American studies, critical theory, Marxism, popular music, social consciousness, and the philosophy and history of punishment and prisons encompasses a global struggle to decolonize our minds, our spaces, from the streets to the halls of the university. A brief glimpse of her work would include... Women, Race and Class, Women, Culture and Politics, Blues, Legacies and Black Feminism, Abolition, Democracy, Beyond Empire, Prisons and Torture, and most recently, Freedom is a Constant Struggle, Ferguson, Palestine, and the Foundations of a Movement. In a moment that is so increasingly difficult, that the, the voices that can lead us to an envisioning a world that we actually want to inhabit are few and far between, and today we have the honor of listening to four resounding voices that can lead us in this way. Please join me in welcoming them.